Doctor. Come here, Doctor. I mean, I gotta go. I'm working. I'm working. Doctor. I'm working. Doctor. This is the mayor talking. All right, all right. Doctor. Come on, what? What? Always do the right thing. That's it? That's it. I got it. I'm gone. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to episode 11 of the Stoop Kids Podcast. I am your co-host, your boy Ralphie. You're picking up a car. And this is Gene. This is going to be a one-stop pod for TV, music, movies, video games, and all things in, out, and the route of the nerdverse. Gentlemen, how y'all doing, man? I'm feeling fantastic. You can get some love, y'all. Feeling good. Feeling there good. I'm feeling real special tonight. Feeling special tonight? Yeah, man. Good, good, good. Um, I just want to start off the pod real quick. Listen, uh, to our viewers... We appreciate the love so much. We put up a like a I guess a commercial slash video the other day. I had to though, bro. I'm yeah, just, I, I, I was oh, happy about man. it. I was gonna save it to the end, you fuckboy. No, I don't nah, want to do it yeah, now. I, now. Like we got show love. I, I want to start off the pod. I was gonna leave it for my closing comments. That's what I was gonna do. Oh, you was going? You oh, was you gonna was? do that? Yeah. You can find, find some closing comments, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't to tell you. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for the love. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, that video's almost hit a thousand views. So, guys, Letitia. And please, please pass it along as well. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Yes, please. If you if you're a fan of this podcast, which you obviously are, if you're listening to this, shoot it at you know, tell people at work, hey, I listen to these you know these, these cool guys, especially the host. He's pretty cool. Um, his two co-hosts are all nah, right. Dude coming out the house. That's the real. Oh yeah, coming out that house, right? Looking <laughs> <laughs> like he just did something illegal. Oh man. Also, also, uh, shout out to Butter. Brian, my brother, he uh, ended up shooting the video, man. Absolutely. Yeah, he lo- he looked out. He looked out. He was, he he was very tired in bed. He was like, yo. Academy Award. In the uh, final hour, too. He did his thing. Pulled up to the stoop, and he pulled up. Pulled up on us. Best director nomination right there. That, uh, at least cinematography. Yeah, yeah cinematography. And we, we got to let him know. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Like We got more content coming out. You know? Yeah, man. That's a fact. So, Brian, if you're listening to this, which I know you're not because you don't even listen to the podcast, <laughs> but if you do... Appreciate it, brother, and uh, come on the pod one day, man. Yo, brother, when, when you buy your new drone, let me buy that old one, buddy. Yeah, that drone is fire. Drone I didn't, I didn't know drones were that fire. I need a drone in my life. Yeah, we got, we gotta have butter on the pod one day, just for like comedic purposes. Yeah, just so he Brian can, is hilarious. Just so he can nah, cut Brian in, and just, just so he can cut in and just start yelling at Brian. Me. Yeah, Brian is hilarious and a hater, but like he don't even be trying no, to. No, I, like I feel like we need more. I I don't think we hate enough on this podcast. Yeah, Brian. Like, Brian will like, bring the hate. I, yeah, I feel like <laughs> overall we're more like even though like we do talk shit, like we are no. like an overall positive podcast. We, we had some hate on the Michael Jackson, but we had to edit that out. Yeah, and no one was ever supposed to know about that. Until yeah, now. until now. So Good thanks job. a lot, G. That's alright. <laughs> See us on the director's cut. Nah, but uh, yeah, now nah, but but I gotta come on the pod soon, bro. Absolutely. And you know what's never coming out? The pilot episode. That's never coming out either. I think I, no, I deleted it. Matter of fact, the pilot. The pilot. The pilot. But that wasn't because it was. It was just rough. It wasn't like inappropriate. Nah, nah. We we said some bad. Things, yeah, we man. we did. Some, did we? Yeah, yeah, remember the whole. Um, we're not talking. We're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. I'm just saying there's some things. We're trying to edit this as least as possible. But you know what I thought in my head? I thought if we like when we make it big, right? We would have to delete that because what if it got leaked, we would all have been done off. Oh, that, that it's oh. deleted off my phone already. Oh no, no, I have a contingency. Like, I think like once we hit like a hundred thousand like mm-hmm. listens or some shit, I'm gonna like pay someone to go back and like listen to like all of our shit for like sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Like, have mm-hmm. a sensitivity trainer come in mm-hmm. and just re-edit all our podcasts. 
I've, I, what I've what I've actually done, I've actually taken out the parts where like you guys talking appropriately. So then when we make it famous, I can oh, leave them. You, yeah, and, and then just, just get us out of here, right? The Ralphie pot. Yeah, okay. I think that's a good idea. Like, so you've never said anything bad ever. Uh, you do, as far as uh, being on a, com- a computer file, no. Yeah, it's, it's right. not anywhere. But nah, but 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 has got to come with the pot, man. But has got to come with the pot. Because he he's yo I, people don't know this, bro. Like, but he is like a character. What is absolutely character? What is a cl- but he, but he he you know what it is? My mom thinks he's like a lot better than what he thinks he like what she thinks he is. Like she won't believe when I say like Brian is like kind of mean to me sometimes. Like I like I I walk in the house from work. I'm like, hey, what's up, butter? You know what that means. Right? He be like, wait, what? You know what that means. What? You don't she, fuck with me. She, yeah, that okay. and she likes him more than you. I, I'll come in the house. I'll be like, yo, what's up, butter? He be like, shut up, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro! Uh, like that ass. What's your response to that? <laughs> I either laugh or like take it personal and just go to my room. Like, He's still on the job, boy. He got that attention on. Yo, me. I was like, damn, bro, that's, that's messed up. Yeah, he might have seen some shit today. Hey, that he, when he see a pussy, he see a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be mad at that. Oh but, man! But back to back to the the, the followers <clears throat> and, the, and the appreciation, man. Uh, that is just really dope. Because at the end, when we first started this, we figured like, all right, yeah, like our friends will listen to it or whatever. But to like. For people to go out their way to it, like my boy hit me up yesterday. He was like, "Yo, I just want to let you know that uh, that I listen to the podcast, man. Like your, your shit is dope." Mm. So shout out to Tom for that. But it's like the fact that people uh, reach out—not that Tom, another Tom. Uh, the fact that people like work, like take the time to actually reach out and acknowledge the fact that they fuck with us, like that's cool. Because you yeah, don't have to—you don't have to do that. Nah, nah, you know what nah. I mean? It's like it's the same way as like you scrolling on the gram and you see a picture and you like look at it. Mm. You don't gotta hit the like button. You can like the shit in your head, but keep moving. That's you know what I mean? Up, but um, I have to disagree. I envisioned this all, you know, from the very beginning. All right. Well, I respect that. This is a stupid iceberg. I actually did too, Malik. You're on your own. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, whatever. <sighs> nah, just because I wanted to do something fun with my friends. I no, no, no. Out. I totally that's understand that's that. What I, mean. I wasn't like, yo, we're going to make it big. But we are because it's all organic. You know what I mean? We're not stressing it. And it's great. All right. We're, we're making it sound good. like we fucking like just signed a major deal or some shit. We're, we're the best. Yo, Nike holla at us. EA Sports, I don't know. Maybe we can get in relationships. EA Sports never. Yeah, fuck EA Sports. Wow. <laughs> Once again, EA, if you ever listen to this, that is Kai's thoughts and his thoughts alone. Anyways, before we get uh, canceled off the air, let's get into the shits, all right? Oh, man. Let's get to the world on the street. Uh, first off, HBO's Watchmen series um, dropped some mini trailers on Instagram. Are we looking forward to this uh, Watchmen rendition or just returning in general? I am. Um, I was one of, you know, I think a good uh, a good percentage of people that enjoyed the 2009 mm-hmm. Watchmen film directed by uh, Zack Snyder. I thought it was cool. I had never personally read the graphic novel. I want to get around to doing it. Mm. But knowing who's behind this team, knowing the fact that it's HBO, that it's uh, Damon Lindelof, the same person that did uh, Lost and did The Leftovers, hell yeah, I'm excited. Uh, also, the fact that it's playing around with the universe, that this isn't uh, following the graphic novel that is taking place in the future and just seeing the cast Regina King um what's my man's name Jeremy Irons Don Johnson Don, Don Johnson like it's a, it's a cool cast so absolutely um the little snippets that I did see they look they look interesting because from the trailer you don't really get a sense of like anything superhero going on so mm-hmm. like in the trailer I, like you there are like quick shots of like people suiting up and getting in costume and stuff like that so and they're, and they're only like five seconds mm-hmm. so like my, my interest is peaked I'm definitely gonna check it out when it drops um, I honestly haven't seen the trailers, but regardless, I was gonna watch the series anyway. One, it's HBO, 
So very rarely do they give out bad content. And two, I actually do like the the Watchmen series. Same with you. I haven't read the graphic novel, but I was actually a fan of the Zack Snyder movie. Mm-hmm. So I'll watch it. I hope Doctor Manhattan's in it in some capacity, but yeah. I'll be I'll be watching. G. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got your HBO Go, so yes, maybe, sir. Oh, you have not. That's right. Maybe maybe not. You feel me? We'll see. They still didn't say when it's dropping though. Which I, I'm not gonna lie to. You. I did see the trailer. Like, I thought it was. Back, I thought though. it was the fall. It looks fire. Well, I want like a month. Oh, 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 that can mean anything from September to November. That's a fact. But you know, I, I, I'm waiting for it. And once it drops, I'll be there. Absolutely. All right, uh, Avengers uh, re-released. Was it last weekend? Yes. To a disappointment, unfortunately, it did not beat Avatar, which was the ultimate goal. With that being said, guys, can if Avengers Endgame didn't beat it, can anything really beat Avatar? Uh, at this point, Jones movie. Nah, negative. If Star Wars couldn't beat Indiana Jones, can't. Um, to honestly, I hate to say it, Avatar two. Like, Avatar two is not touching. Like maybe I, Avatar. 4 is anybody five. excited for Avatar two? We say they're not until that movie comes out. I'm, I'm Which not because I because I asked no because I asked myself. I'm ready for Avatar four. Because I asked my I asked myself the same question and like like I said to me. James Cameron is an amazing director, but his stories are, are very bare bones. They're very, they're always super simple. Mm-hmm. I think he always tells like the simplest version of a story, but it works. So like that's that was my whole thing with Avatar. I didn't think Avatar would blow up like it did, but and then when it did, I'm just like, oh okay, you know. I think it's the fact of his amazing visuals with a combination of like a simple story that literally anyone can follow is the reason why his his movies are always like massive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because every time he comes out with a movie, he breaks it breaks a record. For the exception of probably like True Lies or something like that, but um, yeah, I, who am I to doubt him at this point? So I mean, if he drops two, I think everyone's gonna gather up again. All those people that went to go see the first one, and some, and then some. Because another thing you gotta remember: there's more people on this earth than there was back in '09. That's just a fact. You know what I mean? No, yeah, but I, 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 I think it. And I'm not saying it's gonna blow one out the water. Mm-hmm. I think maybe you know it might beat it by a million or so. But I, I think I think that's the only thing that stands a chance at 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 succeeding it. Right. Um, I can't. Records are made are made to be broken. So eventually, do I think a movie's eventually gonna do it? Most likely. But I'll say this: within the next upcoming years, I don't think so, bro. Because the movie that was supposed to break it was either a Infinity War or B Star Wars. Yeah. All right. So then B Star Wars, and then C would have been Endgame. Yeah. 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 So the fact they didn't, and they got close. I think they were maybe short like thirty five million. Yeah, give or take. So they were close, but mm-hmm. I just I don't see a movie beating it. But I don't. And, and, and another thing, I also heard that this re release was bullshit as well. So I think I think that was another. that didn't help. Yeah, like I, if they would have added like maybe an extra. Did you see the Hulk scene? I didn't see any of it. I saw the because they're gonna be on the DVDs. So oh right, my god, it was, it was awful. Like if I was if I had paid money to go see it again, I would have been pissed off. I think that's what ended up. That, I think that's what ruined. I think. You know, outlets started leaking like, hey, there's nothing really new to this re-release. Yeah. Besides maybe an intro from the DeRusso brothers, yeah. the Hulk scene, and then a Stanley tribute at the end. Yeah. I'm not paying another $18 to watch that movie. That's a fact. Especially when it's three hours. That's a chore to go watch that movie. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's a second time. First time, then no. You know, obviously, it is what it is. But a second time, that's a chore to just sit down for three hours and watch a movie. And not in the comfort of your own home either. Correct. Right. So, uh, I don't... I don't in the near future, I don't think anything is touching Avatar. But that's just me. Mm. I like I said, I think I think because every once in a while you'll have a movie that just surprises you, like Avatar, for instance. Um, Jurassic World. I didn't think it was going to do the numbers that it did. Yeah. 
And it dominated the box. I think it's like top five to, um, grossing movies of all time. Is it? It's up there, bro. Mm. So, I, you know, maybe. But I, I just don't think so. If I had to bet on it, I don't think so. Yeah. What about you, G? Um, you know me. Um, movies. Now let me stop. Now, honestly, I don't think so either because there's nothing that we know of that, I mean, I know of particularly that's hyping me up to go to the movies. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Spider-Man was, you know, the most hypest I felt. I still mad that he beat us to to watch. I know, Spider Man was amazing. I still haven't seen it. That's unorthodox. Yeah, bugging out. Yo, I'm a busy man. Everybody has seen Spider Man. Y'all know what Jake Gyllenhaal did to my man Peter, and that was foul. I leave it at that. Yeah, I don't want to hear any (laughs) more. Moving on. Last but not least, for the word of the street, we have a new Ariel, guys. Mm -hmm. Um, When I mean Ariel from the Little Mermaid, we have Holly Bailey. Not Barry. Not no, definitely not Barry. Holly Bailey. Um. With that being said, she's black, so mm-hmm. we'll get to it. Does race matter when casting live-action roles played from animated properties? And do you guys even consider this a big deal that they casted a black Ariel? I mean, the word, the name Ariel means lioness, so I mean, kind of makes sense. Because mm-hmm. someone did tell me that, that that's like... It's like an, Ari- like an Arabic Yeah, word. yeah, yeah. Like someone did to mention that to me, now that, now that you mentioned that. You know, so it does it does make sense, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, I, I really don't care. You know, Little Mermaid still was for fire movie, mm-hmm. and I'm sure with Halle Berry being a star, it's still gonna be a fire movie. Halle Bailey, Bailey, <laughs> not oh, Berry. Oh, <laughs> I wish it was Halle. He Berry. changed his mind. Oh, <laughs> that'll really get people upset. Oh my god, if it was Halle Berry, I'm gonna fire. That would make no. She's like 50 years old, I know, bro. I think about it, it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> well, uh, first of all, it's the Little Mermaid, not the Young Mermaid. You could be little and old. That's fine. Middle aged. Ariel's definitely like what sixteen? How old is that? Deager. De. Come on, man. No, that's more money they got to put in the movie. (laughs) I I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, we live in a sensitive time where now everybody needs to be pleased, or you know, Mm -hmm. it's um, discriminatory, something like that. But um, I mean, I I guess it's cool. Like you know, people grow with a black little mermaid. Yeah. I think it goes. it, It stems down to your connection with a certain character and how much, you know, you, you how invested you are in that character. Because I think it's... Pe- to, as the people that are upset, you know what? There are certain characters that, you know, I think should be a certain... That should be a certain race because that was the way they were originally intended. That was the way that they were written. And yeah. typically it's connected to something within their backstory. Um, in this case, I'm not really invested in Ariel, so she, you can make her whatever race you... Race you uh, you want if mm-hmm. you ask me are there certain characters that i would be that i would like yeah just keep them as the race that they are yeah because i come from a place where or i come from a place where i believe that you know i think instead of just race swapping characters all the time you know you open the door if you want to make a character lead you know create a character a, create a strong character create a strong character in their own right mm-hmm. and then allow them to to flourish okay you know what i mean it's like uh, for years, you know, there weren't, there wasn't, you know, black super, there weren't black superheroes f- for a long time until, you know, you had, uh, Stanley and Jack Kirby thought up Black Panther. Right. You know, same thing with, in DC where they had Black Lightning and then you also had, um, in the case of Green Lantern where you had, uh, Hal Jordan and then you had John Stewart mm-hmm. where like you just create a Miles Morales with Spider-Man. You know what I mean? I don't think you need to like make Peter Parker black. No, just make if you want a black Spider-Man, just create another character, give him his own, and create and allow him to flourish in his own right. Right. In the case of a character like Ariel, I think there's only one Little Mermaid. You know, there's only one person people 
thing back to. So in that in that position, you know, I'm not going to be mad if someone's like, "Whoa, I, I need the I need her to be white with the red hair or whatever." Hey, if that's how you feel, if that's your investment in that character, well, then so be it. Movie? Yeah, yeah, so be it. But I'm not going to you feel how you feel again with that situation yeah. where but to other people that don't have an investment in Ariel to that matter. No, nah, she could be whatever. Facts. You know what I mean? And to, she's a mermaid. So like let's get one thing straight. It's not like you're you're casting a white woman as Mulan. Like she, she's a, she's a mermaid. She doesn't have a real ethnicity. She's not from. She's from fucking Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Everyone lives Atlantis. in Atlantis. Yo, that under the sea song. That's my jam. Under the sea. Like uh, another another cool casting choice I thought was uh, when they chose to make Jason Momoa Aquaman. You know, a, uh, you like that? A Hawaiian dude. No, because Arthur Curry is originally white in the comics. But uh, I thought it was smart because you need you needed this intimidating you needed this intimidating character or whatever and someone that. Who people wouldn't laugh at? No one's laughing at Jason Momoa. No, that's okay. No, you're fierce. not laughing at Cal Drogo. No, like, he's not a joke. I'm not. Nah, he he was a fierce Aquaman. I can go for it. Yeah, and it worked. So I mean, let's wait and see on this shit. You, did you like the movie? I didn't see it. Aquaman. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. Yeah. I didn't mind it. Um, I personally don't think it's a big deal. However, I do understand that how people how someone can get upset over that because. A lot of people, including myself with certain characters, like you just envision them a certain way. So yeah, you know, when I always just think about Ariel, white, red hair. Mm-hmm. The fact that they cast her as a, as, a, as a black girl, I'm cool with it. I don't really care that much. I don't even remember the story of Little Mermaid that honest, that much anyway. Mm-hmm. Does, does she still a trying to something like that and give it to the octopus and she gets the power? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. I forgot all of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about that stuff. But uh, I don't, it doesn't bother me. But like I said, I can see how someone would get mad. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not gonna front. I would have thought it'd been cooler if Ariel was Dominican than she was black. That would have been fire. Wait, what? Repeat that. I thought it'd been cooler if Ariel, Ariel was like Dominican or something uh-huh. or Hispanic rather than black. That would have been fire. Why? Yeah, because Disney would have been going places. Mm-hmm. So just you see me just casting a Spanish Ariel in general, yeah. not just Dominican. That would been fire. Okay, I, but either like I don't. The race doesn't matter to me. Exactly, that's the point now, I was giving. Now, if the trailer comes out and she's ass in it, then yeah, I'm going to be tight. <laughs> I'm going to be upset. I don't know who this girl is. That's going to be fire. She's on a Nickelodeon show? No, she's a part of uh, Beyonce's... Um, she brought up these uh, these two young women. Uh, they're in the same group. I forgot. Oh, Haley and Chloe or something yes, like that? Yes, Haley and okay, Chloe. Okay, 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 okay. They, they make hits? Probably not. Mm-hmm. I've never heard them before. They're, they're, they are very talented. Though. I've, heard, I've heard them sing. They're, they're very talented. Um, but yeah, but see, this is to me, like, I think you avoid all this when you really start to, you got to like eventually start thinking out of the box. I don't think you, you, you work within this certain threshold and it's just like, oh, okay, let's take this character, let's take this character and do this over, but we're going to just change this about them. No. What do you think would have been better? A sequel or doing something like this? Look, it's live fun. action. Live action, yeah, yeah. yeah. Action. Well, because we're in the age of live action, right? That's now. that's like, where the money's at. You you would want to see a live action Little Mermaid? What What do you mean? I wouldn't. I don't really would care. You? About, I'm asking, would you want to see? I it? don't care for Little Mermaid that much yeah. to see it live. I will. I will watch the movie. I've seen all. I seen. Um, I was just watching Mary Poppins earlier today. Oh yeah, yeah. I've the, never seen like I'm not gonna cap. I've seen Mary Poppins, but not fully through. Never. Well, they made a new one last year. It's actually not that bad. Okay. Um, but I've I've seen um Aladdin. Obviously, I saw I love Beauty and the Beast, like mm-hmm. the live action movie. So I probably will eventually watch The Little Mermaid. The play was fine. Like on a flight or something. Mm. Um, but yeah, I. 
I don't care about the Little Mermaid enough to get up to, to get upset to, to, to even have an yeah. opinion on what race you make. I, I don't care. I, I, I just think the Little Little Mermaid was one of the biggest, bigger Disney characters it was, to begin with. It was it's pretty big. No, no, yeah. don't get me wrong. It's pretty big. It's but pretty like, big. To make a big deal the, out of it. The way I felt about her is the way I felt about like when they when they casted Aquaman. I didn't give a fuck who you casted Aquaman as. Yeah, I don't care. Either. I don't. I don't have it enough investment in that character to what even if it was the rock? have a vision of the. If you want to make it the rock, make it the fucking rock. That would have been fire. It would have made more money too. <laughs> but but speaking on money, I think that had something to do with it. They saw the success of Black Panther and was like, oh, let's, maybe let's, we could get the black demographic to come watch the movie. Let's spice it up. Yeah, because that's me, corny. No, but it, it, that's, that's corny. That's that is so corny. There are a large population of Hawaiians throughout the United States. Okay, I learned that through a food truck show because like each food truck that's Hawaiian based, every city they go to, they always got the crowd. Oh no! What was that? Dude? Oh, you're just talking about his casting that person. Oh, oh no, 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 no! But to say like uh, to take Black Panther, I think cultivated the black audience because not only was it a black led movie with black stars mm-hmm. and everyone that we all know, mm-hmm. and then it all it was also embedded in African culture and people. It was well, a quote, movement. It was yeah, a movement. yeah, quote unquote African quote, quote unquote people, African culture. People out here pulling up in garbs. Yeah, and Wakanda's not even a real country, but like. Uh, <laughs> There were so many factors that went into black people going to go see that movie rather than, oh, there's a black person in it. Because there's, there's millions of movies out there that got black leads and people and black people don't go see them. That's a fact. And people to this day still do the Wakanda. Do. I haven't seen it done in a while. I've seen, I've seen little kids do it. No, that's because uh, Wichamacall was like, yo, I'm snuffing the next person that do that to me, Chadwick. He's like, yo, don't come up to me with that fucking salute. Facts, he was tight. He was sick. But oh, yeah, I think there was some financial reasons to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think so. I, well, yeah, you're talking, oh, about, you're you're talking about business. Not a budget. Aquaman is not a big star when it comes to the movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is now. Oh, yeah, he is now. Oh, he is now? That movie made That made a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. he made a billion. Yeah, he made a billion. Ooh, a billion. Yeah, he did, he did. Most successful movie in the DCU. Yeah. I need to make a... Really? Mm-hmm. I need... Mean, is, well, is it really that good? I think I think it's good. It's a good movie. I want to see it. Um, but you know what? All shout-outs to uh, Haley Bailey and... Um, best Haley. of luck. Haley Bailey. Holly. Holly Berry, sorry. Holly, Holly Bailey. Bailey. Holly That's gonna fucking tongue Yeah, it's going to be yeah. rough. It's going to be rough. But we're going to make Shout out to Ariel. There it is. Wow. There it is. Okay, wait, wait. But before we go on, right, I, I should have wrote this down, but mm-hmm. I, I figured we don't talk enough about video games. Okay. So, I like where this is going. This is the 20th anniversary of the Sega Dreamcast. And um, I don't know. One of the best systems, in my opinion. It's facts. Sega Dreamcast. It's the most... It is... It is the most underrated system ever made. I've never it played. has great titles. Like everybody has played Soul Calibur. There's Crazy Tax. Even if it's just an arcade game, you know, it's starting on the Dreamcast with everything. Yeah. Sonic Adventure. Sonic Adventure too. Um, Jetstream Radio. That was my mm-hmm. shit. Shenmue. Facts. Big. Oh, you know they're coming out with two, right? Three. Three. Oh, it's three. Yes. Yeah, oh, I'm way behind. Uh, House of the Dead. Yeah, it's one. Sega Dreamcast is if you wanted to list like top ten, it's always it should always be in like number ten because it revel before you had PlayStation and Dreamcast and Xbox, mm-hmm. they were the first ones to deliver those real three D graphics, Fact. like to really bring things into three D with without pre rendered backgrounds and everything. And not everybody had a Sega Dreamcast, so when yeah. she saw, he was like, "Yo, what is this?" It gave us it gave us NBA two K, facts. Uh, all the all the uh, all the other. Um, Sega licensed sports games that were fucking killing it at the time. It was the Yeezus of video games. Fucking uh, Microsoft went and bit Microsoft bit off the fucking uh, controller design for it. Big facts. Big facts. Yeah, a lot a lot of people don't know about the Sega Dreamcast. It is a it is a revolutionary gaming console. It was the first one to do online play. 
big fat. It had a web, really? It had, was, a web, yes. it had a web browser. Oh. It was a little hard, but you know, once you got it, you got yeah, it. Yeah, once you got the broadband, once you, once you got everyone the to... The broadband, the dialogue. The yeah. dialogue. <laughs> once you got everyone to hang up the phone, it was a good got time. It. Mom, hang up the phone! Got it. But um, like, I, like I was saying about it, so on Hypebeast, shout out to my boy Kyle because he sent me this link. Mm-hmm. Um... They have a, um, a documentary basically um, going through the producers and people who built it and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's really cool. Check it out. Part one is out. You can check that on Hypebeast. But um, it's really cool. Sounds good. Shout out to uh, to Sega. Shout out to Sega. Hi, man. Sega. I've been Sonic Boy since day one. I fuck with Sega. <laughs> we just don't fuck with EA. Yeah, fuck EA. Gentlemen, let's get into the main topic. Yes, right. please. Wait, what are we talking about today? Yeah, what are we talking about? You didn't tell us. Yes, sir. If anybody recognizes this song, this is from the movie. Do the right thing. Mookie. Yo, what's the name of this song? I gotta download it. Uh, Can't Stand It by Steel Pulse. Shout out to Steel Pulse. Hey. Yes, arguably one of the greatest movies of all time. Mm -hmm. Easily. Such a wonderful movie. I love this movie. Uh, this came out in 1989, directed by Spike Lee, starring Spike Lee himself, Rosie Perez, and a couple other people. Uh, Daniel Aiello, who was nominated for Best, Best Supporting Film. Actor that year. I don't know if he won or not. No, uh, Denzel won. Denzel won? I'm okay with that, then. For glory. <laughs> Written no. by Spike Lee. For glory? Yeah. Okay, I can't be mad at that. No, nah, not at all. But this, this movie was criminally snubbed. Um, it was not nominated for... Uh, Best uh, picture that year. Nope. And Spike was not nominated for best, best director. director that year, and that is upsetting. I'm guys, sorry, Spike. Yeah. But he got his retribution this year. But without further ado, let's get into it, guys. Uh, let's please. just start with the intro. Quick and easy. Uh, Rosie Perez's iconic intro um, to the movie. She danced to Public's Enemy Do the Right Thing. How do we think about it? Fight the power. Fight the... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You're about to get the girl, boy. Yeah, that was OD. I know. I'm that was blasphemy, yeah, bro. You talking about keep it sharp, right? You messing up, bro. <laughs> right, my, fault, my fault, my fault. But no, uh, she does dance to uh, Public Enemies Fight the Power. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this intro. The first time I ever watched it, I was just like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, it it's goes... Weird. It goes on for a little too long. Uh, it, it's too long. It it's goes on for To be honest, it, it, it just drags. It goes on for a It can be it a good a 60 seconds and we get the point. Yes. Mm. It just drags. Um, but it was a different way. I think I think a lot of movies back then like did the opening the credits, credits yeah. and they took a while. No, it was more like a, like Living in College did something like that too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like the Cosby Show. So I did get that vibe. So I think it's just more of a, a generational thing because we're used to seeing things during the opening credits now. Right. So well, now when we watch an old movie, it's like, damn, get the movie going already. Well, and, and another thing to also keep in mind is that I think this was his third feature, if I'm his not second. Second. Um, so coming up as an indie director, you're typically not working... Typically, the people you're uh, you're working with are coming up as well. Mm. So when you talk about uh, credits, now nah, you're gonna want to make sure you get everyone in the opening scene and catch it. Because when the credits roll at the end of the movie, people, most people get up and walk out. That's you want to make you want to make sure that the people that are, you want to make sure that your DP, your editor, all the people that are working with you on set, that they are all getting their due and people. One thousand percent. And people and people are seeing it within the first while you have their attention. Mm-hmm. That's what, what better place do you have their attention than in the first five minutes of a movie? When the credits come on, I just like to look for Gregory's people with the same name as me. I guess. I used to do that too when I was little. It's like it's like it's like now like looking at like Marvel shit. Yeah, you could throw the Marvel motherfuckers at the end of the movie because 
all these people aren't fucking established at, at anyway. So, right. but for like these these up and comers, nah, this this probably meant a lot to them that they were in though. And it's and the thing I do like about the the opening credits is that it's loud, it's abrasive, it does catch her, it drags, but it catches your attention. Mm-hmm. It's like when she's dancing with the boxing gloves, like nah, like I feel like that's a metaphor for her, like no. She's punching us like punching the audience in the face, like yo, pay attention. Oh, you're really? about to watch some. Pe- you're about to watch some powerful shit. Oh, I like that. All right, but she, Rosie Perez is a very pretty girl. Mm-hmm. Her dancing in two top stuff like that. Are we really paying attention to the credits? Yeah, it's in, it's, nah, it's there. So, I'm bro. looking at Rosie. It's there. I don't think so. I'm not. Rosie, I was looking at Rosie. I think I think your eyes want. I think I think your eyes. I think your eyes wander. I, I I didn't. Don't, don't get me wrong. They name wanted, but I can't. I can't remember now one name. I remember. I, I remember a W. <laughs> That's a back, W was definitely a. All right, back, but back to my point. Uh, if you're not noticing, if you're not noticing the opening credits there, you're definitely not noticing as you're getting a full. Oh no! Don't get me wrong. You have no, a great point. But I don't. Do people really care about the credits though? Unless you're in the movie yourself. No, nah, it's no. Nah, it's not about whether or not the. It's just about making giving sure, credit. Exactly. I get it. That's but, what I'm saying. You do what you can with what you have. But you don't do it like that. You don't put a, a pretty girl up there dancing. If if I have a movie, I'm not putting you I know ain't putting Rosie Perez in yeah, her prime. Yeah, I'm not. In her, I'm not putting Holly Berry in her prime up there dancing. Why? It's, it's, it's keeping You're not. Attention. It's keeping attention on her, not the credits. Your name Say is still next to him. Honestly, I can't front. The fact that Rosie was there really made me like doing what she was doing. Made me get into the song more. Yeah, because I can't front. I I. I this movie was really the only time I'm really listening to that song. You watch the music video? What the public music video? Yeah, I probably watch it like once. It's pretty iconic. In my life. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like once, but I, but who's who's you? I know what you're saying. That every every year, like once a year. If if it's on, I'll listen to it. Oh, you be watching like movies? I mean, videos on TV? Huh? Yeah. If it's oh, if see, it's, I, I don't watch. Oh, you you do do that. You like to watch MTV and stuff. See, I don't do that. Yeah. So. No, but that's an that's an iconic song, and for in the context of 1989, that was a huge. Oh song. yeah, big facts. Yeah, it, it fit perfectly. If not the biggest, not definitely the biggest. Uh, we don't have to look that up. No cap. <laughs> All right, Kai, I'm gonna I'm gonna um I'm gonna send this to you, sir. Yes, please. Overall plot of the movie. Um, basically, just a brief. You don't have to go. You know, super. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'll essentially, we follow the lives of a group of uh, Brooklyn residents on a on the hottest day of the summer as they contend with racial tension mm. and eventually over the course of two hours racial tension explodes into a climatic crescendo of violence and enlightenment that, that could if that makes sense i follow okay um our, our main character is mookie and he's mookie. Ba- and he is i think the vehicle he serves as the audience if one thing i noticed on this last rewatch mookie doesn't really have an opinion on either way. Mookie's very neutral. He's very gray throughout the course of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see both sides of the fence. We see the way black people feel about the Koreans, the whites, uh, Jewish people. And then we see the way that the Italians feel about the blacks and everyone else. And Mookie's kind of just in the middle. He doesn't really have an He's kind of cool with everyone, you know, for, for the exception of his baby mother. But he's kind of, he's kind, I think he's kind of serving as the everyday guy that doesn't really have a fight have a pick a side in the fight. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes him a, a good protagonist, but I also think that's why he's not really a standout in the movie for the exception of the last last act where yeah. he decides to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, is that a good... I liked it. I like no. that. You, you did it in five words, but... Nah. It's cool. Want to expound? No. Nah, I, that was cool, bro. In all honesty. 
That was, was very fantastic. good. Um, but yeah, I that that's pretty much the plot of the movie. It's about Mookie plays a pizza boy mm-hmm. for a South famous, and throughout the, the course of the movie, um, the tensions start to rise. One due to the heat and also racial tensions throughout the movie. So, but we'll get into more specifics in a bit. Um, before we also get into specifics, I just want to say, and I, I'm sure we all same share the same sentiments mm-hmm. for people that care about the stuff anyway. The pacing in this movie is phenomenal. Yes. And, it, and the reason why it's kind of hard to say the plot of this story is because it there isn't have one. Yeah. No, it doesn't I, really have one until I, the last half hour. I, it, has a, it has a premise. It does not have a plot. Yeah. I, I, I thought the plot was just like, you know, it's just a regular hot Brooklyn day and this is just what you get in the era of what it is. I thought mm-hmm. that's who was just telling a story about the average man. That's mm-hmm. how I looked at it. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of those movies that I don't think you can really walk into a, a studio and pitch to them. You would really just have to sit some, someone de- down and have them read the script. Right. This yeah. is one of those, I cannot pitch this movie to you. No, no, no. You no. have to read the script. You have to see the vision of this. Yeah, you yeah. have to see the vision of it. It's like, so, like those people that write books and they're just like, yo, what's it about? And you're just like, motherfucker, just read it. Yeah. Like, like, That's a fact. Uh-huh. The, the way this movie's paced is, is amazing. It's just a whole bunch of scenes. I know every movie's like that, but it's like it just jumps... From character to character, and like when you're watching it, it doesn't. It's not a long movie. movie and I think it's maybe hits two and hours. It's just right, like. You, but it's perfect and, paced. And, and your eyes are glued the whole time. It's exactly, yeah, it's exactly two hours. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. It's 120 minutes. All the characters are like very engaging. They're interesting. The 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 the, the story's well written. The script. I mean, mm-hmm. I just love this movie, dude. Um. Yeah. Same. Um. One thing I like never really noticed. Uh, first time around is the way the movie intro just intro- candidly introduces characters. Mm-hmm. Within the first five minutes, you're jumping around. In a comment, and typically in a movie, you know you'll follow a character's backstory, and then either there's a time jump, or you just follow one character to establish, hey, this is your, this is the character you're following. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that in the first like five to ten minutes of the movie, we're not really following Mookie. We're literally just jumping. We're like, all right, here's Mookie. Boom. Here's here's the mayor. Here's mother sister. Mm-hmm. Here's Sal and here's Sal Vito and Pino. Here's and then like you're literally just jumping. Uh, here's a here's a mod and, and Martin Lawrence, whatever this character's name right. is. Right. Uh, and you're literally just jumping around from character to character. It's like all right, we're, we're setting the pieces, and it's like all right, now that the pieces are set, now we can start move, now we can start playing chess. Mm-hmm. Like that's really cool, and that's something that when you don't really have a, a an overarching story to your to your film, I think you need it's important that you do that because there's no real. Like, you don't meet characters through the eyes of other characters. You meet them all individually and then see what happens when they come together. Mm-hmm. That's really dope. Um, another thing that, another way, another uh, show that I think did that, does that now, um, is Game of Thrones. Like, if you go back and you watch... That's what I was thinking of, too. If you go back and watch the pilot episodes, you don't really, you don't meet Ned Stark. And then through the eyes of Ned Stark, you meet uh, Jamie and Cersei and, 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 no, it's like, no, here's, here's Ned, here's John. Here's uh, here's mm-hmm. the Lannisters. Here's these characters by themselves. Now that uh, we sum up who they are, now let's see what happens when they meet another character. Correct. That's very and that's very old school. That's very like stage play. And that's what I was saying when, last time we were watching it. This movie feels like a stage play. This mm-hmm. feels like a three act play, and like that's commendable because that's also very difficult to keep the audience's attention as well. Correct. And make no mistake about it, it's definitely Mookie's movie, played by Spike Lee. It's definitely his movie. Yeah. However, you feel for every character. Like, you understand their motivation. You kind of see where they're coming from, mm-hmm. except for maybe Pino. But they're... You, like, you understand where they're all coming from. I see where they're all coming from. No. 
But see, but that, even Pino, you get it because you understand where the frustration's coming yes, from. You, you know yes. what? You know, you know what I, I really like about this movie. The best thing about it is that the fact that it's so many different characters and like how they're introduced and things like that. When they're introduced, you see who they are, and I feel like everybody, no matter who they are, they can relate to at least one character in this movie. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Like, like, like for instance, you know when um the mayor saved the kid, right? And this and, and you know the mom was really tough. She mm-hmm. was just like, I don't. Nobody gonna tell me how to raise my child, mm-hmm. even his dad. If you go out, you know, you, in Brooklyn or in, in the borough, anywhere. you're going to see a mom doing, you know, all the time. I know moms that do that shit. That's the beauty of it, you yeah. know. So it's, it's just like, and even like like the whole racial tension and things like that, like when Pino was um was saying all the racist stuff and whatnot, mm-hmm. like, mind you, all racism is just ignorance. It's like, you just don't really understand that person. It's a lack all of understanding. Can be, exactly. Yeah. All that can be resolved is just getting to know somebody. That's the crazy part about it. Um, can I list one complaint? about about the character introduction there's only one set of characters that the film does not do that for fully um and that is the police officers and i think that was i i, I definitely think that was intentional yeah. but they're yeah. the one they're the one group in the in the koreans as well but the koreans kind of play off to the side anyway mm-hmm. uh the the cops are the ones that are recurring throughout the film as this antagonistic force and we never really get to see their cop everyone else gets a conversation throughout the movie like uh, we get to see what they're thinking and how they're feeling about this particular day and the characters around them we never really get the feeling of what these cops are feeling we don't we don't know uh if they hate working working this beat in 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 bedside we Mm -hmm. don't know how they feel about black kids we don't know uh if they see um the kid ahmad and and his friends as as menaces or how they feel about radio raheem right going into it i think that would have added an additional layer to to it, but I also think that he left that out because he didn't want us feeling anything for these police officers that eventually do this horrific thing. Mm-hmm. I, I but, think that that's what it was. But you have a good point because not nah, that definitely would have built onto the movie. Because yeah, because I def I definitely would like to, I definitely feel that there's a deleted scene out there where the cops are just sitting in their car and then just talking shit. Probably like they're disgusting. Yeah, it's like ah, oh, yeah, when, when can I fucking finally transfer out of here or something? And you know, it was probably. Too, uh, too. What's the fucking word I'm looking for? Too similar to Pino complaining about being in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. being in a black neighborhood. So mm-hmm. probably hit the cutting room floor. But that was something I would like to see. I agree with you. But uh, Spike's a good dude. I mean, a smart guy. So I'm sure. Oh, he has said, I'm sure there was yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. a yeah, valid yeah. reason for him not doing that. Absolutely. All right, moving on, guys. Favorite character, G. I want to start with you, sir. My favorite character is obvious. My favorite character is the mayor. The mayor? The mayor? No, Played by... No, oh, no. was it? Oh, okay. No, okay. It was definitely Mookie, bro. Nike boys all day. Oh, yes. Wow. The Bo Jacksons. The Bo Jacksons. The Bo Jacksons. And, and it's, it's Mookie not because my man is flying or with the haircut, the swingman jersey on, waking up. Like, he's that Jack Robinson jersey is hard. In the South Pizza, yo, the South Pizza shirt is fire. Mm-hmm. Yo, somebody hook me up with a South Pizza shirt. I rock There's one. You can probably find you one, can one, find one on eBay or some shit like that. Yeah, but the cloth probably disgusted up or something. Yeah, yeah, probably some nice coming. I'm not even sweating that shirt. You feel me? <laughs> but anyway, but um, I, I like Mookie because um, you can relate to him. You know, he's a main character. And I feel like I can relate to him. You know, a lot because um, like the people I know, I know people like my dad always influenced me to not just know people to African American. You know, descent. Like yo, he was just like yo, because um, we lived in the Lower East Side, so the Lower East Side is the melting pot. So he was like yo, talk to the Spanish people, talk to the Asian people. 
talk to the Jewish people, like talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I can relate where like I, I can move in different situations, I can move in different rooms and you know, I know cultures and different things like that, which is cool. But also the fact that, you know, the whole thing with his son and I him going to see his son, you know, it was a flaw, don't get me wrong. It, I'm not saying that was a good you know, it was a flaw. And I that showed that, you know, even though you you might look the part or something like that, like we all still do have our flaws at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And he was man enough to I mean, he did make the you know I don't, I, I, we don't get, we don't, we don't get past that. I ain't gonna go into that. But one thing I do think is him going to see his son at the end of the movie. It was just like, all right, I'm about to start getting my shit together. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, that's why Mookie's my man, and it's Nike boys all day. There it is. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with my man John Turturro that plays Pino. Damn, Pino. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, my pick. Man, Pino, Pino is a racist piece of shit, but uh, damn, does he not give a compelling and... Yeah, and he does a great job. He does a great job. He gives a, a compelling performance, uh, and you believe him, and to a certain extent, like you really do feel bad for this character because th- he's just a character that just doesn't get it. And it's like you see, uh, you see Sal really try to pass on his values and the way he sees these people onto his son and his son is just so resistant to to the idea of getting along with people that are different from you and it's like uh seeing that the cultural differences are slowly like killing him and making him more resentful you know what i mean it's and and, and which and and spike says it and, the, and mookie says it he's like yo all your favorite black people are the, all your favorite entertainers and, and famous oh, people are, are, are these so-called niggas and you can't like you oh, can't, what, what was his excuse they're different he's like yeah he's like they're not niggas it's like come on, <laughs> yeah it's, they're different and it's like come on Pino. and to me i think pino is representative of uh not to get like deep, of, of a population but of, of a racist of, population of, no of just like of the general pop like of of America. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We live in a society where uh, they love black culture, but they don't love black people. That's big fact. They'll, they'll, they'll listen to rap music. They'll, they'll watch braid it, their hair. They'll, they'll, they'll braid their hair. They'll watch us on TV and all that. But when it comes to actually getting to know us as a, as a populace and, and understanding our experience, mm-hmm. that's where the problem comes. That's where it's like, oh, no, it's too much. That's true. You know what I mean? Um, and I think he perfectly conveys that throughout the movie. Also, I just think he has... The way he delivers his lines with such con- conviction and like it's dark comedy oh, because you should not find racism funny. But fuck, <laughs> does he make racism? Yeah, Yo, you want to snuff this dude the whole movie? Yeah, but it's not like it's not like one of those. It's not like you're watching when they see us and you're seeing racism and it's like it's making you want to cry or get emotional. He's making you laugh because you're just shaking your head. You're just shaking your head every time. And you're just like, oh my god, this fucking guy. Like, all you wanted was some brothers on the wall. Yeah, and just, <laughs> like. He, he's funny, and it's just like from the like the subtle nuances in his performance, like the way he'll just look at bugging out uh, when he puts the when he puts the water down on the t- on the table with disgust. Yeah, and he's just like the way he says, he's like, yeah, uh, he's like, why don't you kill it with all that brother talk? And just like, <laughs> like, 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 just like small shit. You know what I mean? That was foul. They didn't give him no plate. That was foul. That was fucked. Up. They should have given him a plate. I detest this plate like a sickness. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, just like shit like that, man. Fucking like, hated that neighborhood. Just. Bro. Uh, him scream, him screaming at uh, my man Smiley. He's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Like, fuck you. It's like, why don't you get a fucking job? I got a fucking job. Like, it takes a talent to play such an angry individual. Uh-huh, yeah. it sure does. And still, and still be likable. Cause don't, yeah, cause, yeah, yeah, cause, yeah, don't, yeah. cause don't get, don't get it fucked up. Like, I would have been sad if he disappeared halfway through the movie. Uh-huh. I'm glad that he's in it from beginning to end. And to me, he makes the he makes the film. I don't think you have as many iconic scenes and great dialogue without him. So 
you know, shout outs to Pino, shout outs to John Totoro. I think he's a phenomenal actor. I like, and he's he's great in everything. Um, yeah, he is. He's, he's great. I his the movies that he's in is a different story. I e Transformers two. Right. Uh, but t- John Turturro. Nah, Transformers two is fire. My stop Movies are wearing booties the whole movie. He's wearing booties the whole movie. Who's your favorite character? My favorite character. Okay. My favorite character. All right. Honestly, y'all took my my two answers, so I feel because I didn't think you were going to Wait, wait, wait. But before you say his favorite character, right? We are also like why Mookie always got to get that paper. That's it. About that paper. Got to get. to get paid. Got to get paid. Um. With that being said, my favorite character. By default. Is a combination of two men? No, it's Demare, and the reason why is because yeah, he's a drunk, he's an old guy, kind of creepy, but he does have a lot of redeeming qualities. He does save a kid's life early on in the film. This is true. What do you mean? Is it true? No, I said this is true. This oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, listen, say what you want. He actually tried to, you know, mediate the situation at the mm-hmm. end of the movie before Mookie, uh, um. Throws that trash can into the, the um thing, so and he's trying to protect people most of the time, and he's trying to give like kids advice. And then I really, you really feel for the character, um, when Ahmad and his crew, including Martin Lawrence, and shout out to him, this is his first movie role. Mm-hmm. When Ahmad comes over and starts to pretty much antagonize the mayor for no like legit reason, just be, I'm like you said, he probably had a prior history, but this is mm-hmm. for just for the sake of the movie, yeah. for no reason. And he starts to tell him his backstory. He's like, yo, you, you don't know what it's like to be old and to, to look at your wife and your kids and you know, not be able to feed them. And like at that point, you start to feel for this guy. He's no longer a drunk old man. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, he's just a broken man. Like, yeah. you can relate. That's what I'm talking about. Like, we, we know drunk old winos. I got an old wino on my block, you yep. know, and he's cool, you know. Malik likes him. Oh, that's, that's my guy? Oh, he, he, he likes Malik. Nah, he's a big fan. That. Not like that, but I'm like he's a fan of oh, me. Yeah, yeah. oh, oh, we won't say his nickname, but uh, <laughs> oh, that's my that's my dude. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Shout out, believe with the sweet. He's he's <laughs> he's cool people though. No, but, no, but yeah, and it played brilliantly by Ozzy Davis, man. Just the way to, to balance that whole thing. Yo, Spike got to holler at my man Dennis. Put my man Dennis in a row, son. He'd be hilarious. Spike, holler at Dennis. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I, I'll go with that answer. But I would have said Pino though. Okay. Right. Pino is, is is a great character. I thought you were gonna say uh, bugging out. Bugging out. Does he have any like cool qualities? He's, he's kind of annoying asshole. most of the movie. Bro. He is, he's a he's a menace. That's why I didn't, he's, he's like an instigator. I like Giancarlo Esposito, but yeah. I mean bugging out is kind of annoying most mm-hmm. of the movie, and from beginning to end. Okay. Yeah, because even like when I was watching the movie yesterday uh, the other day, and I'm just like, uh, Demay is kind of annoying. He's he's an annoying. He's not annoying as a as an actor or he or starts off like that. Yeah. Yeah, but just like. I don't know, like I guess, but and that's a that's a testament to his to his acting ability and the writing of that character. It's like mm-hmm. I think about people like that I've met like that, exactly. and they're very irritating. But it's like the fact that I, he can bring out those feelings in me, you and he's not even in the room with me. It's like oh, okay, I'm mm-hmm. automatically annoyed because I know a guy I've just been like through this. this. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, right, let's go with our best scenes. Kai, I want to start with you, sir. Oh damn. Um, my. Favorite scene. Unless you want to go back to you. No, 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 no. Uh, you know, what? I'm gonna go for. The, I'm not gonna go with an easy one. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the uh, the love hate scene. Okay. Know, where uh, Mookie approaches Radio Raheem and and he talks about the the five finger rings, one uh, with love and the other one with hate in it. It's a scene that when I first saw it, the even like third time, I was just like, why is this in here? Like, why is he literally giving a soliloquy to the audience? But I think that it 
encapsulates the whole point of the movie mm-hmm. about striking a balance. There needs to be a balance between love and hate. You know, love can't, love is not always going to triumph all. It, it, it can't, you know, it's just too many people in the universe. It's just too much other energies out there. And then like, but you got to make sure that it beats out the hate. And you always got to make sure like there's always, they're always bobbing and weeping and going back and forth. Also, it's the only scene that really gives us a real feel for who Radio Raim is as a character and mm-hmm. what he what he believes in. We, it's the only time we actually get into he's our, the silent giant. Yeah, it's the only time we really get into his head, and because he, he does, he's a silent character for the most of the movie. Mm-hmm. Either he's silent or he's cursing at motherfuckers about double D batteries and adding yeah. double D motherfucker, motherfucker double D. D. Yeah, and or throwing mozzarella on that motherfucker. Nah, count them shits, bro. Yeah, um, I think so. I think that's why it's one of my favorite scenes also one thing that was pointed out to me which i thought was really cool was um the fact that he has love on his left hand and anytime someone positive is approaching him they're always approaching him from the left side compared to right uh when he has hate on the right hand and anyone standing next to him from the right side is more of an antagonistic force or more coming from a place of negativity so when uh mookie approaches him he's on the left he's on the left side then later in the movie, when Bugging Out is standing next to him, talking about boycotting Sal's and going up in there and doing something negative, mm. he's standing at him f- mm. from the right side. I didn't know that. I, th- I thought that was really cool. Now, I don't know if that was intentional, but like that kind of like... Magic just happened. Yeah, the, sim- yeah, the symbolism there is, is, is amazing to me. But yeah, it's one, of, it's one of those subtle scenes, but I think the more that I continue to watch it, because I'm definitely going to go back to this movie a million times, the more I'm going to like study that scene more and more. So I'm going to go with that one. When when I have children, um, you know how like children like to watch Lion King and stuff like that. Yes. I'm gonna just play do the right thing. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are those? Boom Jackson's dead. <laughs> but anyway, I'm I have two favorite scenes. Um, my first favorite, it's no like better than all. I just have two really great scenes that. I okay. Um, the first one is when um Samuel Jackson. What's what's his name in the um, Doctor Love Daddy. Doctor Love, Love Daddy. Daddy. Pause for me. Um, Dr. Love Daddy gives a shout out to all the past um, mm. musicians, you know. That is a yeah. love, You know, that, that's really cool. You know, that's really dope. And it's just a message right there, you know, like how our culture, we're always built from the past. We always go back to the past. And I thought that was really great. And so my next favorite scene is definitely the scene where, you know, they trash Sal's, right? And they're getting trashed um, mm. the Koreans' um, shop, right? Mm-hmm. And. You know, he can't speak English that well, so the first thing's like, I'm black, I'm black. But I understood what he meant by that mm-hmm. in the sense where it's just like, come on, you know, even though I might have white skin, to the police and to, you know, to other, you know, America, I'm not American, you know, I'm Korean, I'm something else. And I'm just like you, you know, I came here to establish my own business, to live the American dream, to support my family, just like anybody else, right? So, you know, just that whole cultural boundary, but the whole premise of the movie, I, th- I just thought that was great, like, come mm-hmm. on now, like. Even though we might be different colors, we have the same problems. Yeah. It's just what it is. That's a fact. I do like that, too. I'm glad you brought that up, too, because that was... It, it was interesting to watch. I forgot. I actually forgot that he does that. Yeah. And when he says, I'm black just like you, yeah, it, it, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. As far as, like, being discriminated, especially in that area. Because yeah. he's technically the minority. Right. He's a area. minority. Yeah. So... Yeah, and I'm, but I'm glad they didn't end up, you know, destroying right. his place. And he gets it from both sides. Yes, yes, because the white people hate him too. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite scene in the movie is probably the scene where you were f- referencing it earlier. I'm gonna go with two, just because you picked two. So I, I, and I have, I, 
I have an actual favorite scene, and it's another scene that I just like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the scene that I like a lot is the one with Mookie and um, and Pino talking by the the phone. Um, about you know he pulls him to the side and then tries to explain to him like, Listen, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. who's yeah. all your favorite musicians and stuff like that. Yeah, like yeah. that's a great scene. Nah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you already spoke about that, so I won't get into that. But the other favorite scene, it's obvious, but it literally is my favorite scene. It's one where the dude steps on the Jordans. It's iconic. Oh yeah, it's oh, iconic. I, was, I was talking to a, 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 a an older gentleman at work, um, who actually was a senior in high school when the movie came out, and that was the first thing he said. Oh yeah, when he stepped on the guy's falls, man, that's crazy. It's a funny scene. It's a funny scene. You know what'd be hard mm. if they made fours like that and it had the scuff mark on them. That would have been. Hard. And you would have people that fucking buy them. I'd buy those. I would actually buy those. I'd buy those. <laughs> <so focused. laughs> you gonna buy a sneaker with, with, with the multicolored laces? Yeah, that'd, that'd be dumb. That'd, that'd be fire. That'd be dumb. Get out of here. They can sell y'all anything. Because, because you know why? He can because, have my money. Because the do the right thing threes, right? The the, the blue the blue and yellow colorway. Mm-hmm. It's just like I I can't even relate to the movie nah. at all. So it's just like, if they came out with something like that, but right. but you could buy those fours and then just like scuff them up yourself. Nah, chill. <laughs> I, I want Jordan Brady to I'll do step on right. them. Don't worry, I got you. They'll sell you anything. But to just set up the scene in case you guys have never seen this and if you haven't, please go on YouTube and look at this up right now. Like, pause the, the podcast right now. See the way he laces Jordan? I gotta take notes because a lot of y'all out here is not doing it right. Y'all choking y'all shoes. That's a fact. That's a fact. But uh, do a, a, a white guy with a Larry Bird jersey Steps on um, bugging out Air Jordans by accident, and bugging out approaches him, and a bunch a crew just comes over and starts um, instigating everything. Uh, we did speak about this last week, but if, like I said, if you haven't watched the scene, go on YouTube and watch it. It'll probably be the first thing that shows up if you type in "do the right thing." Scene. Oh, funny story. Um, so I was actually paid to write um some articles for for a sneaker website mm-hmm. uh, a couple months ago. So one of the articles I wrote was. I think top five sneaker references in pop culture. Okay. And I think I had this moment at like number four. Just just because the whole catalyst for the entire scene are literally Jordans. Okay. It's true. Okay. So, okay. out of curiosity, what was, was number one? one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, number one was My Adidas by Run DMC. That was That's number one? Yeah. That was the first time a hip hop group had ever gotten endorsements. Yeah, you, 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 you don't think it's it's got to be the shoes? The Spike Lee commercials. Nah, no, no, no. That was no nineteen eighty five. Nineteen eighty five. Run DMC. Just, just those DMC. those those commercials put Jordans on the map. I know, but Run DMC but was in a, the they, the, rock, they, the, the whole the rock, went, rock and roll hall of fame. Exactly. Like that, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, moving on. Moving on. You're right. Uh, Frank Ocean right. not in the rock and roll hall of fame. He's not yet. Uh, least favorite. You never be. What you mean, bro? <laughs> Frank Ocean, how you gonna be in there with you know one album, mean? one good album? Yeah, watch Don't get me started. Watch your mouth. He has three Proceed. great albums. He has one album. Nostalgia Ultra? That's not an album. Yeah, it is. That's Anyways, a, watch your mouth. That's a collection of melodies. Least favorite character. I'm going to start this one off. Please. Um, This is a tough one. But I, I have to go with Amon. Because he is just annoying throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. He instigates. I don't know if he's meant to be a funny character, but he's not. Mm-hmm. He instigates the entire movie. He he came out late out of the uh the building when they were That's annoying, yeah, yeah, yeah. come on. I don't son. wanna be screaming outside your house. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on. Yeah. And then he comes out annoying as fuck. Yeah. Um he he was instigating at the end with uh Raider Raheem bugging out and Sal. Mm-hmm. And what was the other thing? Oh, then he he, he antagonizes uh Demare. Yeah. Okay. In that one scene. So because of that, he's on my shit list, bro. Okay. Nah yeah, I I completely agree with yeah. you. Fuck him on. 
Oh, nah, he does have one of the best insults I've ever heard, though. Which one? He called him a string cheese mof- haired motherfucker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fact. Yeah, that's. <laughs> so I ain't doing shit, you string cheese motherfucker. <laughs> that's a fact. Um, I mean, for me, I'm gonna say Vito, bro. What? Vito, bro. Pino or Vino? Vino. Vino. You're not John Tortoro, his brother. Yeah, the brother. You don't like him. I don't. All right, I'll ex- expand I'm upon this. I'm gonna explain this why because I, I don't like him because. For his character, right? Listen. Because I feel like he was just a follower, right? And I really don't like followers. I like people that who are, you know, individualist, who are individualistic that, you know, can stand up for themselves. And I feel like the whole time... Actually, I can't say I dislike the character because well, he, he played a very great role. I just dislike like, like what he portrayed, basically. It's your least favorite character. Okay, least favorite. Yeah. Exactly. That's so, how I'm going to go with least not, favorite. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Because stuff like that... It kind of disgusts me where it's just like, yo, you could be thinking on your own. You can have such a great idea, but because you're thinking about somebody else or, or just taking what somebody else has not going with it, you're missing out on everything. And you know, So you just didn't like his personality? Exactly. Okay. I'm cool with that. That's right. Kai? Um, I'm going to go with Rosie Perez's Tina. She is fucking annoying. No, nah, chill. Tina's she's, bad. She's Tina's bad. What was I going to do with... That's, um, that's enough. No. Nah. Uh, <laughs> Rosie Perez... Uh, granted, look, I'm not justifying being an absentee father, which Mookie probably is in this movie. He lives up the block. There's he, no reason he... he definitely is. He, Yo, we uh, got to see it next week. Bro, he's gone four days without seeing this kid who lives up the block, son. Bro, I don't want to hear that. He's working. He's a working man. I got to get paid. Uh, yeah, she's just... Her voice, her just everything, just it's annoying. It just it's just annoying. She's just my least favorite character. I feel you. I feel you. Um, there's not yeah, it's not much to say other than that. Like, you just shut up sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just shut up. Stupid. I'll go. I'll, I'll also add on to this bugging out. It's kind of annoying too. Like yeah. I said earlier, he's, oh, he's yeah, annoying, yeah, yeah. but he's fucking entertaining. No, he is. He is. But just just like Pino is. But yeah, Pino's yeah. way more entertaining than him. What do you yeah. say? Go back to Wisconsin. I'm from Brooklyn. Go go back to Massachusetts. Oh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I would have said I obviously would say the cops, but I just think that's an easy one. Yeah, that's, that's, well, they're 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 yeah, they're antagonists. So yeah. they're supposed to be. So yeah. I don't want to go with them. That's too easy, bro. But yeah. no, yeah, I, I agree. You 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 worried me at first, G. But I, I, I see what I was you're saying. I see what you're saying. You don't like his personality. I get it. Yeah. Was there anything in the movie that could have been cut? Uh yes. Um, really, Rosie's um, dancing. <laughs> the opening credits you're right actually you're not wrong yeah. um, I could have done without the entire story arc of Mookie thinking that Sal wants to bang his sister mm. I just to me if I'm if I'm if I'm the execs and I'm like yo we need this to be I know we said a little raunchy. I know no I know we said we needed 120 minutes but we need it down to 100 and uh, 115 I'm cutting those scenes out Okay. I just think I think there was enough tension between Sal and uh, and Mookie with the with, money with the with the money yeah. and then the um and then him being his and then his, his not son, being a great employee him not being a great employee his son being an asshole mm-hmm. there was enough tension there right there to just, to, to just call yeah to shake up those characters and keep things entertaining mm-hmm. okay. him throwing in the whole sister thing which gets dropped literally a scene later after he talks to his sister because after that the sun goes down and then the climax starts so it's like why did we really need that in there I guess maybe that just added to the fire you know? but you know what you know what I personally I think it is I think uh, 
he's a he's a he's a good big bro- he's a good big brother. He wants to put he puts his sister he wants to put his sister in a movie. He wants to give her something to do mm-hmm. because outside of that, once when, when she gets out the house and is talking, she braids uh she braids mother sister's, ma- mother sister's hair and then that's it. Mm-hmm. That would have been that would have been uh, she would have been in a collection of three scenes, mm-hmm. I think. So at least by putting her in these scenes with Sal and having her interact with a white character uh, of another race, I think it allowed her to do more to show her range. You know what I mean? Because like her braiding the hair is like. That's the conversation, you know, any any daughter has with her mother or aunt or any maternal figure. He wrote, he wrote the role for his sister. Yeah, so I think he wanted to he wanted, he wanted to spice things up and see, okay, let me throw some additional conflict. There was enough conflict in the movie, in my opinion. For, for those of you that don't know, that is his actual sister, Joey Lee. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you totally. I wasn't going to cut anything until you mentioned that. Because mm. you mentioned it the other day. I'm like, yeah, that, that does make sense. Mm. Even when I first saw the movie, I never caught... Or got the the sense that Sal was like scheme like sleazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I I never got that. And I, and I think Mook and I think at that the, sh- the movie establishes Mookie as a smart person as someone that doesn't jump to conclusions mm-hmm. that sees everyone for who they are. So to for him to just like jump to that conclusion, I was like, I don't see it. Right. He's not touching her. He's, no. he's like, yeah, I'm gonna make you a special slice. And I, and to 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 add on, I would have preferred them to cut that storyline and throw in a scene with the cops. Mm-hmm. Okay. That would have been you have a perfect. I mean, I still like the movie regardless, but like with yeah. that, guys, almost just perfect. Thousand and sixty four views on the on the commercial. Yes, yo yo, that's awesome. Ooh, wow, wow. Um, do we think, or rather, why is do the right thing still so important? Um, or is is it relevant today? It's relevant today because it's exactly what we go through today in a in a sense. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. For the exception of Brooklyn, which is now gentrified. <laughs> but as far as the social issues that we all endure, I do not believe much has changed at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think it's the reason why Spike Lee is still one of the most powerful directors out there when he really is like down with the shits. When he's like, nah, I'm really ready to... Which is why I think uh, Black Black Klansman like, kicked so much ass. Like, I think... Because it was like a really an old... T- like, I felt like I was watching 90 Spike again. Uh-huh. Um, because, like I said, much much has not changed. And, and the police brutality is still alive. I, uh, now, with the, now with the invention of social media and, and a camera being everywhere, we're seeing more and more cases of it. You know what I mean? Like, I was wondering, like, what would this be like in 20... What would this be like in 2020? Uh, what would Do the Right Thing be like in 2020? And it's just like literally the only difference is that that incident, you wouldn't need a you wouldn't need a newspaper to hear about it. You wouldn't need senior love daddy to, to t- talk about it on the radio. Mm-hmm. That shit would have been that shit would have went viral in the moment. You know what I mean? Um, there are pe- there there are still neighborhoods where you know people certain people certain ethnicities are not welcome. You know, a lot of people do believe like oh yeah, there there are people that believe like yo, this has been our na- like our our ancestors moved to this neighborhood. Uh, my great grandmother was first generation Italian, a first generation whatever. Mm-hmm. This is our shit. Nah, go go find something else, and you're not welcome. Yeah. Uh, there, there's still, there's still that tension still exists. You now, especially with gentrification, you have these, you have these, uh, you have these upper class people moving into what were usually what were known as lower class, lower to middle class neighborhoods. How are the how are those people feeling about it now that their rent is hiking up? Now that people are trying to pressure them to move, get the fuck out of here. Right. You know what I mean? So. Is it happening in the... I think the only thing that's really changed 
is the aesthetic. You know, the music has changed. The style, the clothing has changed. Yeah. Uh, the style has changed. But as far as but uh, we still rocking, we still rocking just like that. Yeah, I think I think that I think the themes and the social commentary there are still pre- are still relevant. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's really important that we're talking about this movie thirty years later. Because how much progress? Because that's one thing I always hate that you know uh, certain certain people that don't want to uh, people that don't want to address the establishment or, or address the institution say oh well look how much progress you've been you, we we have had now nah, I don't want to talk I don't want to talk about the progress we made I want to talk about the, the uh, how we need to continue to progress because shit is still fucked up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean but yeah that's yeah. that's what that's yeah. how I feel about it and like you like you were saying today even when it comes you know culture and fashion and stuff like that like you know Jordans they got the, the set of ones they got the threes you know it's, we stay true to what we love right and what's great mm-hmm. um, I think it's even more relevant now than it was back then and, and granted I've spoken to a couple people that um, were actually went to go see this movie in the theater and like a, a lot of the consensus was like people were coming out that theater and they were charged up mm. they were very upset and they wanted to riot and stuff like that mm. because um, I don't know, I don't know the specifics, but around that time when the movie came out, some guy just got choked out in the Bronx by a police officer. Oh, mm-hmm. that's what they were saying the names, right? Remember? I, I think one of those names was yeah. referring yeah, to yeah, that yeah. incident. That's what it was, yeah. So like, it, it, and then plus a couple years ago, Staten Island. Um, I forgot the gentleman's name, but he got choked out by Mike Brown. Uh, not, not, not Mike Brown. Brown. Eric Garner. Yeah. Eric Garner. Yes, Eric Garner. he got you. So you know, th- these things are very relevant today. And the themes, of course, are with racial, um, you know, discrimination. Um, Discrimination stuff like that, so it, it it's definitely relevant today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I kind of wish he would have just re released the the movie in theaters. I would have gone to see it, even okay. if for like he, a day. He did. It was very very limited. It was like in Manhattan. When this year? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. And you didn't tell me about it? I didn't know about it until after it passed. <sighs> Take a breather. Musa, I'm sorry. Musa, guys. Last but not least, would we want to see this? Uh, do would we want to see a return of these characters in any way, shape, or form? So you know what I was thinking? Sure. That all right, it's it's already too late for these characters to come back because everybody's way too old. But what I was thinking there could be like a sequel where now it's probably Hector, right? And Hector has a son and now this is gentrified Brooklyn and now we see what's going on in Brooklyn nowadays with gentrification mm-hmm. and how, you know, things might still be the same. Okay. I wanna add on to that. Um the only different, I, I like that idea. The only different thing I would change is we don't make it Hector. Mm-hmm. We make this a group of just kids or like like rich Brooklyn kids okay. or something like showing things through a new light. Like basically taking kids, like honestly, like taking the whole like stew kid, like not to just like to our own, like the idea of like stew kids growing up in like a 2000s Brooklyn. Way to toot your own horn, bro. No, nah, but like no, but like you, but that's a way you would you would have a, you would have a rich kid sitting on that stoop. You would have a kid from from Bushwick from the hood, like or like from Flatbush yeah. sitting on that stoop next to him. You'd have another kid, uh, and, you, and, you and it could be centered by somebody who's from Bushwick who's on the best of both has the best of both. Right, parts. right, right. So, so yeah. I would I would love to see like, and that could be a show or, or a movie or whatever. But then as they're walking through, they have a like. They have a run in with like a with like an older Mookie or something, or or they walk or they walk past or they walk past the Sal's that's been that's been uh, newly modernized or 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 something like that. Because because not all these characters are are, are gone. Like then Rosie's still alive, Spike is still alive. Obviously, Jeans, Carlos Esposito still yeah. around. Um, you could you you could you could have them running with run into a bugging out that went to jail for that shit all those years ago. 
Yeah. And, and and had to like I don't know just like the cops pinned the death of Radio Rahim on him and like he spent the last 15 20 years in jail or something like that uh, let's write that down sir and it was Spike <laughs> uh, yeah but I think that would be a really cool idea just to visit Bed-Stuy in, ni- in 2019 and see how much it's changed and, and, and not connect and, and it's not a sequel at all you know it, oh you saw you saw Dope right so you saw uh the security, you know, guard. the security guard. The fact that he was from the wood, that that's Stacy. Mm-hmm. That to me, that's how you do a cool little nod. I would, yeah. I would love that. And if you wanted to give us, uh, if you wanted to give them a little role in it, like I said, if this is a series or a movie, whatever, I think that would be great. That way, you're 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 protecting the legacy. You're not messing anything up. This is new characters, new uh, new characters, new journeys. There's nothing to really hinder the legacy of what came before. You could tell a new story. But also, you can you can show a little old to the past. I would love that personally. You've actually somewhat sold me on that because my answer was going to be no. I don't I don't want like a sequel or anything like that. You know, Spike but a little, a little series on Netflix. So, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That wouldn't be that bad. And, and, he, and he has he, he has one series. right now. He, he she, uh, she got game. No, she, Wait, no? she's got to have it. She's good, yeah, but that's a but that's a remake. Yeah, it was. I, I didn't get. I think I only got to like the six episodes. Though. I didn't watch it. Mm. But I, I would watch that little series Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Throw Ryan Gosling in there somehow. It'll be a good series. Oh my God. Moving on. Oh, wait. <laughs> Ryan Gosling would live in Brooklyn, too. Ryan Gosling could be a guy that owns an English. He could be a hit, like a hipster. I thought you said he's going to be like a Hitler. No, God, no. He could be the racist cop. No, 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 no. Yo. That was a little premature. Last but not least, this is an obvious question. I'm kind of mad this is still on it, but I'll I'll throw it out there anyway. Was it robbed at the Oscars? Yes. yes. <laughs> Moving on. Yes, moving... No, that's it. No, moving on. That's it. Great job, guys. I... I... I love this movie so much, guys. If you have not watched this movie, please, please watch, watch it. it. Please watch it. Like I said, Don't Spike Lee, shit. Rosie Perez, Samuel L. Jackson, John Torturo, Martin Lawrence, a very young Martin Lawrence, like, Ozzie Davis, Ruby D. Watch this film, bro. This movie is amazing. And it's... And honestly, it's... I think I said the same thing about When They See Us, but it's one of those movies I think it's important that you watch no matter who you are. Don't walk into this movie thinking, oh, it's a black movie. Like, no, you, you're walking in watch, like watching a film that is representative of our society. Not not just of the black, not just of the black... It's a great movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's not a black movie. movie. And you know what I want to say? Shout out to um to, to Heather at, um, at work, you know. I made a phone call. I had to get some information for some real random lady. And, you know, she she ever said she's like, "Hey, yo, you got you got a radio voice? Like, what you doing working here?" I was like, "Ooh, spicy." But anyway, you got a podcast voice. That's what I told her. I was like, "Yo, I got a podcast." Stoop kids holla at me. Mm. She was like, "What's this week's episode?" And then she, I was telling her, "Do the right thing." She was like, "Ooh, that's an oldie but goodie." There you go. Like, Always goodie. Shout out to Heather. Shout out to Heather. Shout out to Heather. Much appreciated, guys. Great job on that segment. Thank you, sir. G. What's good, bros, eh? You know what time it is, sir? Alright, I'm about to put y'all on, man. I'm about to put y'all on. Another, Dreamville? Another. <laughs> that shitty ass album. Yeah, don't do that. That shit shit. Don't disrespect. Do not disrespect that album. I listened to it once. Yeah, it's better than that Beast Coast. Nah, it's not. It's better than Beast Coast. Nah, that shit. Proceed, brother. Only one good song on, 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 that, um, on that album. Stop it. It's Ladies, Ladies, Ladies. Proceed. G, put us on. I'm going to put y'all on this white Dreamville album. And the only good song, T.I., Jaddy, Ladies, Ladies, Ladies. No, let me stop, let me stop. Anyway, I'm gonna put y'all on. This is, um, I can't remember one of my favorites. When it came out, I tried to put Calm for so long. And you can say, hey, listen to it. Hey, listen to it. 
When we, remember when you finally listened to it? You was like, yo, this shit is fire. This shit is fire. I think we was in college when you were finally listened to it, too. No, we graduated, bro. We I gra- was, yeah, I was working. I was, yeah. You was working? Yeah. 2016, right? Yeah. Yes, we was working. Anyway. I listened to this last year. <laughs> like, no bullshit. Nah, bro, we listened to it before last year. I listened to it last year. That was the first time you listened to it? Yes, because my coworker was also listening to it, and she was like, yo, bump this shit. Yo, that's crazy, but bro. But let's get to it. What is this shit? I, I love this suspense. I love the views. It's like, yo, what the fuck is going on? They're Gee, like, I want to turn this off. Put us on. All right, I'm going to put you on. I'm going to put you on. <laughs> all right, all right, don't smoke rock. Pete Rock, Smoke Dizza. Man, this is a gem. I'm not going to lie. I forget about this album probably every three months, and I just scroll through albums, and I'm going to listen to something different. Put this on. Um, if anybody doesn't know who P Rock is, you're freaking crazy. He's a legendary producer. That's my top five. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Smoke is a Harlem rapper. Um, they call him Harlem, the, the Harlem B.I.G. You know, no cap, but my man, straight bars. Um, this album, I wanna when I, when I listen to this album, you look at the the, the the artwork. It's just paid in full, New Jack City. That's the type of vibes you're getting. It's just really Harlem. It's very nostalgic. Home, very nostalgic. Old school beats, um, very mellow at times. Yeah, you get the drums, you get the cadence, you get the. It's just everything, man. I, what what can I say? Um, I mean, Smoke Dizzle has an eclectic um, amount of features on it from Davies, Rick Ross, Ross the Five Nine, Cameron, Styles P, Jada Kiss, man, you name it. Mac Miller, R.I.P. B.J. the Chicago Kid, Wale. So you know it's great. Um, a couple of my favorite songs on here is definitely um, Black Superhero Car. That's definitely, that's the modern day Shaft music. Is that the joint with Royce? Yeah, that's with Royce. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Of, of, of Michael G, of Michael B. Jordan played Shaft, he'd come out to this song. This is This is lit. But um, Limitless with Davies. Um, <laughs> Why is Michael B. Jordan playing Shaft? Yeah. Because I, I just wanted Ralphie to get hyped, that's all. Why would I get, <laughs> move on, move on. <laughs> Keep going, bro. But anyway, um, you know, Dust is Dust is one of my favorite songs. Um, before I go, I'm going to just play a little clip of it because it's, you know, it's so smooth. It's so, so smooth. So, hey, I go listen to this. No, it's nice out. When the bike's out. $80 messing up, so bring the dice out. Bad snatch black. It be right out. Jerk salmon and mac and cheese from Lighthouse. You niggas do what you told. I do me because I'm bold. I'm a new van Ubers. Keep a link in the hole. Um, that's all I'm gonna hit y'all with. Y'all really need to check that out. Oh, I forgot about Big Crit. Feel me, Big Crit's on there too. Crizzle. And my man Dom Kennedy. Feel me? <laughs> anyway, don't smoke rock. You know, it's 2019, so if you're smoking crack, you're not making good life decisions. Um, check it out. <laughs> he's, not, he's not wrong. <laughs> he is not wrong. Uh, mine's gonna be real quick. Um, I'm going with Eddie Murphy's Delirious. Now, just a backstory on this. I'm actually going to a Dave Chappelle show on Thursday, so I was in the stand-up mood. So I threw on Delirious the other day. Okay. Um, for those of you that are my age and a little longer, you you definitely know who Eddie Murphy is, but you may not understand how big he really was in the 1980s. This guy was... He's, he's usually either number one or number two as far as stand-up com- uh, uh, comedians of all time. Um, Delirious is, to me, better than Raw. Uh, it's a stand... I know, I know it's tough. I know it's tough, but I like Delirious more. I didn't load a clip all episode. Don't load a clip on that. There's no no need to load a clip. Okay, go ahead, my fault. Delirious is a legendary stand-up show uh, starring Eddie Murphy, obviously. He has a couple jokes about uh, the way he impersonates Michael Jackson, James Brown, Elvis Presley, classic stuff. He also has a a good joke about an ice cream truck. I don't want to get into specifics because obviously it's ruined when you, you know, um, spoil jokes. So it's on Netflix. If you get a chance, watch it. Before Netflix loses it. 
<laughs> they're fucking losing everything. Warning. If you are easily offended, oh. do not watch this. Well, Raw is actually more offensive than... That, that's true, that's true. But, but yes, if you're easily offended, if you're a millennial and you get sensitive about everything... But hold remember, not for you. Remember that the 1980s were a very different time. It's a time. very different time. Very different time. If yeah. you're sensitive, definitely don't they watch Raw. The F word was dropped in every rap song. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if, if, you're, you know, if you're bored at home, you want to get a good laugh, Eddie Murphy in the 1980s is nothing better than that. He is hilarious. And it's not the, the fucking Haunted Mansion, Eddie Murphy... This is Eddie Murphy, like... Doing what he loves. Doing what, doing he, what does he does best. best in his prime. Mm-hmm. It's like Mike Jordan in the early 90s. Yes. Ooh, that was good with it. That was yeah, nice, that right? Was that, was nice. Nice. that was nice. Eddie Murphy, Delirious, on Netflix. Man. Give it a chance. Okay, Ralphie. Yeah. So, I decided to t- uh, watch a movie this past weekend. Uh, the 1986 anti-war film, Platoon. Okay. Which was directed by Oliver Stone. It basically follows a group of Green Berets in Vietnam. Mm. Uh, the ma- It follows... Uh, Charlie Sheen is the main character, but this movie has an impressive cast. Willem Dafoe, Keith David, Kevin Dillon, uh, Forrest Whitaker. Johnny Depp is in this movie. Oh, is some, he really? Yeah, he's some sound effects. Um, it's, I wanted a bomb, but okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I wanted that flex bomb. No, but it's, 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 it's a great film. It's a very powerful film. It, sh- it truly shows the horrors of war. Um, Oliver Stone, if you guys didn't know, he is a Vietnam vet. He fought, he fought in Vietnam. Oh, yeah? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. He fought in Vietnam. He came home. Uh, it really shook him. And he one of his first things he decided to do was like he, need, he wanted to become a filmmaker and show the horrors of war and speak out against the war. Mm. Uh, this movie perfectly does that. Um, it also gives us a great villain in Tom Berginger's... Uh, I forgot his I forgot his name in the movie, but I think war villains are always the best villains because they're the easiest to see where they've come from. Mm-hmm. I think war I think uh, villains in war films because you just see what transformed them. They're doing horrific. They're forced to do horrific things until they become normalized. And, yeah. Yeah. and it show and this movie perfectly shows the desensi- uh being desensitized to violence. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's just a, it's just a great uh, film. I think if you look at any warless movie, you're all. Two names are always going to pop up. You're always going to see uh, Saving Private Ryan, mm-hmm. and you're going to see Platoon. Well, what about, you think it's more gory than Black Hawk Down? Uh, no. I want to say Black Hawk Down is probably more visceral, just because due to, due to the advances in uh, okay. special effects all and all right. that, and just like camera techniques and things like that. Had, filmmaking was evolved by the time that movie rolled around. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, that's another one. Uh, yeah, man. Everyone in this movie brings the fucking A game. Um, it's super emotional. It's disturbing. It's hard to watch at times, but I think it's very important. And it's to show like uh, that that the Vietnam War, man, was such a dark time in U.S. history. Mm-hmm. It's a time that we don't even fucking like talking about. You know what I mean? It's, it was because re- why the fuck did we? Uh, really, if you talk what? about the Vietnam War in front of Vietnam vet, they will look at you. To- no, no, and and and, and, and also like. I have the utmost respect for the people that dis- that did go over there. A lot of them, a lot of them enlisted, and a lot of them also were drafted. They were like sixteen. They were they were boys when they went over there, and the shit that they saw and that they were forced to do. This movie shines a light on it, and I you have my utmost respect uh, and thank you for your service. But this movie's this movie's intense, man. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it really forced you to ask questions and like look at look back at America and and ask like, yo, what did you do? Nothing. Like waste tax dollars and lives. Uh, but yeah, man, it's it's a movie. If, if you if you like if you like war films, give it a, give it a look, man. Yeah. Oliver Stone, Platoon. Nice, great job, guys. I just want to go. I want to rewind real quick. So I forgot to ask this question. I even have to write it down. I want a yes or no answer. Mm-hmm. If it's no, I want you to give your answer. Okay, is do the right thing the best Spike Lee movie? 
directed movie. Yes. Yeah. Same here. Certain nominees like Malcolm X and I yeah. like Inside Man a lot. I like yeah. yeah. There's, there's movies that to me there's movies that come dangerously close. Mm-hmm. This one takes the game. but yeah, this one because I think uh, as he went on and because you can see he, he tried to do different he tried to replicate that style of the movie mm-hmm. in movies like in movies like Jungle Fever. Yeah. Uh, but those movies were a little bit too on the nose. I think this this movie had the perfect level of subtlety to it. Yeah. Which is which is what makes it the best. Very good. I agree with you guys. It's my favorite movie. It's in my top five of movies Same. of all time. Um, before we head out of here, I just want to give a quick shout out to the U.S. women's soccer team for winning the FIBA World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was very happy to see that. I'm not a big soccer fan, but when the World Cup comes on, you can't really help but watch it. I mean, it's it's the biggest sporting event in the world, I think, maybe second to cricket. Mm. Um, but yeah, either no, seriously, that's that's that's, that's true. It's very true. It's very true. Um, but yeah, shout out to them, Megan Rapino. I'm a big fan of yours, Alex Morgan. You're dope too. Holla at us. Megan Rapino's the girl with the purple hair that oh, like yeah. that. Like yeah, that was, she's pretty dope. But um, yo, equal pay. The, I think it's crazy. The men's soccer team is not that good, mm. and they get paid more than the women. Mm. Granted, there's more endorsements in the men, but. The women's team is better. And yes. also, no, and also, that's controllable. You can give women more endorsements. And they should. Yeah. They should. So. You know, I'm not going to, you know, go into a big spiel about that, but that's just my personal No, opinion. that's facts. Yeah. Look, 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 look at here. We're breaking all types of barriers. This Break, that's what we're doing, man. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what the show's about, man. Breaking barriers, man. Oh, but, but, uh, uh, low, low my clip. Low, oh, one oh, quick oh. second. Everyone complaining about homegirl doing the little tea cup sippy thing for Britain? Get the fuck over it. They drink tea in, in Britain. I worked with it with a girl uh, from the UK. Guess what? She drank tea. And she fucking loved it. And so did I. <laughs> I like tea too. That's it. About to have a nice ass cup tomorrow morning. Fuck you thought. A tea? It's too hot for tea. Well, my paint. No, 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 I have tea my, day. Yeah, my, my office is really cool. Yeah, we got the tea. Oh, we got gotcha. the Keurig. That Earl, that Earl Grey. The Ooh. Keurig. Yo, they're all out of uh, they're all out of all the other teas. All we got is Lipton. I'm kind of tight. Oh yeah, you. So I got, but, but low got, budget. But we, yeah, OD. I don't know how, but I'm look. I'm not gonna get to that. You but yeah. we got honey though. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so, honey, so, yeah, so, so any okay. so, so any tea any tea with honey is lit. It's lit. It's lit. Ooh, guys, I got some bad news. What happened? Streetlights just came on. Wait, wait, wait! wait, wait. <laughs> oh, come on, yeah. bro! I thought you forgot. Damn. I thought you forgot to like press play or something. No, yo, y'all ruined it. <laughs> Sorry. God damn it! You tried it. <laughs> You tried it though; it was great. But nah, I gotta I got give a special mention. Oh yes, I want to give a special mention to the Stoop Kids, man. What eleventh episodes? You know, putting out great content. Uh-huh. You know, commercial was a big success. You know, we got more stuff. Just a pat on our backs, you know, because we out here doing our things. Nike, and, holla at us. And, and I'm, I'm also getting some. Uh, I'm getting some. I'm getting some hit backs. People are like, "Oh, so that's the Stoop." Everyone, we record in a in a fucking room. Yeah. This, this, <laughs> no, we don't actually record this on the stoop. That is not the actual physical stoop. That, that, that would make no sense. Yeah, anybody that knows anything about audio. The, the stoop is metaphorical. The stoop is anywhere where you and your bros or, or could your just best friends could get together and, and, and chill. Well, Guys, that's, the stoop can they, be they anywhere. About it. When, you, when you're in a neighborhood, where you hear the news about? When you're on the stoop, where you link your mans? Come on now. Y'all rhetorical. The stoop is wherever you get together and talk that shit. Exactly. Yeah, I, I can't deal with you. People. Now, on that note, Oh, now lights just came on. <laughs> oh, now they came on. They just yeah, came the take, fuck on. Take us out of here. <sighs> Let's go right now. My mom's calling. <laughs> <laughs> Get your ass back in the house, guys. 
Once again, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe to us. If you'd like to leave us some feedback, ask questions, or just say what's up, email us at stoopkidspod at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram. Now, I'm Ralphie. I'm Kai. And it's Jeffrey. Now I'm just playing this G. And, then, and we'll see you next week on The Stoop. Peace. Later.